What's up, guys? Welcome back to Fiery Fridays. The NBA preseason is nearly over and the NBA season is finally back next week. I think it's Wednesday or Thursday morning for us. There'll be two games on. Uh, in this episode, we'll, we'll be breaking down the opening night games, uh, Eastern Conference standings, predictions, um, the, the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. And then we'll get into our questions of the week. Bailey, how you been? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, once again, same as last week, just been trying to keep up with a little bit of the preseason. Um, interesting, the Bucks struggled a little bit when they put their team together. So how much you read into that, I don't know. But on the other hand, OKC okay, looking very, very good. Before we start, make sure you guys are following us on all social media platforms and on whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on. Uh, we're on socials at OzHoopers and at TV. So the first question, we'll dive right into it. Did the Warriors get better or worse this offseason? So for everyone listening, um, the Warriors made a few moves this offseason. They acquired Chris Paul uh, in a trade that sent Jordan Poole, Patrick Baldwin Jr., Ryan Rollins, a 2030 protected first round pick and a 2027 second round pick to the Wizards, all for Chris Paul. Um, they re-signed Draymond Green for a four-year, $100 million deal, and they drafted uh, Brendan Pods- Podzemski uh, with the 19th pick, who played pretty well in the summer league. I think they signed Tr- Jackson Trace-, Trace Davis as well, who I am a pretty big fan of. He, I think he went undrafted. So did the Warriors get better or worse this offseason? Yeah, I definitely think they've been, uh, they've gotten better. Uh, even in the last few podcasts we've done, I've been pretty adamant about how good I think they're going to be. I actually said to you the other day, and I know this is pretty bold, but I think they're going to top the West this year. I think the only team that can beat them is the Nuggets. Um, I just think adding Chris Paul, you've already got a team that relies on a lot of ball movement. Don't stop running, look for threes, and you get another guy who's just as good as that. Um you know, as as other ball players, of all the ball players out there, you've got a guy who can facilitate probably better than anyone. And then you surround that with the two best shooters. Um, and you've got Wiggins as well, who I'm sure is just going to be getting better and better the longer he stays there. So I really like the look of them. I think they're very dangerous. And especially in the regular season, I see them winning a lot of games. Yeah, I like the, I think they did get slightly better. I mean, Ryan Rollins didn't get minutes. Um and Patrick Baldwin didn't get minutes, so it was pretty much a pull swap. Um, and from what I'm seeing so far in the preseason, it looks like it's working very well, mm-hmm. um, especially the game today. I don't know if you've had the chance to go back on highlights. The time we're recording this, the Kings-Golden State preseason game just finished. Uh, they were down about nine points with a minute left. I think Chris Paul hit a three. Chris Paul hit a midi. Stephen Curry hit a midi, a bank three, and the game-winning three. Um, and they came back and won. Um, and it looks crazy. The Chris Paul thing yeah. looks like it might it might actually uh, turn out really well for them. Um, so I think they did get better with Chris Paul. I think, you know, his time in Phoenix, sitting behind Booker and Durant, a lot of people seem to forget um, how good he is. Um, you know, he took a, a OKC team with, you know, I, I know he had Shea, but Shea wasn't as good as he is now back then. And mm. he took them to, you know, what people were thinking were the last seed and he, he took them to the playoffs. So. I like I like what uh, Golden State did this offseason. I like their draft picks, um, and I think I think they run small ball. I don't know if they're going to start Looney, but I think they run Draymond at the five. They run Wiggins at the four, Clay three, Curry two, yeah. Chris Paul one. I think that's how they do it. Um, and yeah. then they just run and gun and just you know yeah. 
offense, offense, offense. Yeah, and when you actually look at the the lineup, other than Steph Curry, you got Chris Paul, who's a great defensive guard. Clay Thompson, who before injury was always guarding the best player, um, pretty good at you know half court defense, staying in front of his man, contesting shots. Draymond, who's obviously an undersized uh, big man, who's a very good scorer as well. And Wiggins, we saw how good he was in Tatum two years ago in the playoffs. So all of them can defend, and you know Curry tries his hardest, but when you've actually got four out of your five. Uh, best players on the team who are very good defenders in their own right, you're going to be hard to score on. And then you don't want to see what happens on the other end. Yeah. A few of the preseason games as well have had Kaminga starting, who um, looks to make a big leap this year. And Moses Moody is another guy that got drafted along with Kaminga in that draft. Um, two guys that are looking to make big leaps and be impacts off the bench for them. They also picked up Dario Saric uh, from the free agency. Mm. But there was a pretty underrated pickup. He played pretty well for OKC at the end of last year. And um, has been putting up decent stats as well in the preseason. So he's a, he's another guy that can run the four, and you know he can run the court pretty well, and he's he's got good IQ, so he can make the passes and he can score. So not a bad yeah. pick up for them at all. Um, we'll get into opening night. It's on next Thursday, uh, Wednesday morning. Sorry, um, at nine thirty a.m. Australian Standard Time, the Lakers will play the Nuggets in LA. The Lakers are currently paying two dollars eighty to $1.40, the Denver Nuggets. Um, and then after that, at midday, the Phoenix Suns will play the Golden State Warriors in Phoenix. They've got Phoenix's $1.85 favorites against the $2 Golden State Warriors. Two pretty good games, all Western teams. These are probably the top four teams in the West, some might think, um, unless you've probably got the Clippers, Dallas, Memphis up there. Um, I think I'm, think I'm not forgetting anyone. Um, but yeah, those four teams are pretty, are pretty uh, close, closely knitted together. Who do you think comes out on top to open up the season? Um, I think Suns are going to be very, very good this year in their own right. I saw someone today just comment about, you know, when the when Bradley, Bill, Booker, and KD are on the floor at one stage is going to be, you know, your best defenders guarding one of them, your second best another one, and the third and final defender is going to be on the other one. So whoever that is, whether it's Bradley Beal as the third option one game, um, they're going to be very, very hard to stop. However, I think when you've got Golden State and you've been like, I know you add Chris Paul, but there's been less changes and your team's more glued together than adding in a star like Bradley Beal. First game of the season, um, I've got Golden State, as we just touched on. I think they're going to be, really, really competitive this year. Of course, it wouldn't shock me if the Suns won um, and they're going to come and have something to prove. I think a few people are saying it can't work, all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm a big believer in Golden State this year. And I think um, defensively, you know, you've got those four guys, like I said, who can guard pretty much everyone. Yeah. Uh, Lakers Nuggets? Yeah, Nuggets. I think yeah. they're the only team that can um, really... Well, if Don said I don't have winning the season, I think it's going to be the Nuggets. And we saw what they did to the Lakers in the playoffs. Don't see it being any different. I think Lakers, even though they've got a few extra pieces, I think they might step back a bit. Whereas Nuggets, you know, they're always going to be competitive and they keep the same thing. And it's not like Lakers are going to be jumping out of the ground all of a sudden. They beat them comfortably last year and I see it happening again. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to agree with Denver. I think Denver either... They either win by around 14 points, 15 points, 
or I reckon Lakers get them in a really close one. I think in LA, opening night, D'Angelo Russell's playing really well in the preseason. AD's back. He's looking really good. LeBron, um, it's going to be electric in the Crypto.com arena. And I think Lakers made some pretty good moves this offseason. I think they might get him off the rip, but that's a big call. If not, I think Denver get him pretty comfortably. In the second game, I'm going to go Phoenix. I think in Phoenix, the firepower is going to be too much for Golden State. Um, Durant, Durant's old team, he'll play 40 minutes. Um, and Bradley Beal is going to be a problem for whoever's guarding him. I'm not sure who it's going to be. It might have to be Chris Paul. Um, it might have to be Curry. Well, Curry's not a bad perimeter defender, but I think, yeah, Suns is going to be a bit of... They've still got Nurkic, who's a pretty underrated big. Uh, Eric Gordon looks like he's going to make a bit of a splash off the bench. So I'm going to go mm. Phoenix um, by about six or eight, and I think I'm going to go Lakers in a close one or Denver Denver to smack them. Yeah. On to the next question. On the topic of the Suns, I want you to quickly predict Kevin Book, uh, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal's point distribution this offseason. Who's going to be averaging what? Mm. What's points per game? Someone has to take a step back. And I, are they running? Who do they decide is running the one? Well, they haven't really. I think it's going to be Beal. Okay. I think whoever's going to be running the one is going to be lucky to put up 20 a game. Yeah. Um, could be playing better than both the other guys. But I think if it's. I feel like Booker would be a better one. So I, like, I'm going to pretend Booker's the one. I'm going to say he's putting up 20, Bill 22, KD 25 yep. um, every game. What's that? You know, around 70 to 80 points a night. Um, they do that most nights. You're going to be pretty hard to beat when you've got other good role players like you just touched on Gordon, Nurkic. Um, so, yeah. Pretty simply, I think whoever the point guard is out of Booker and Beal, lucky to put up 20. And then, yeah, the other will be putting up 22 to 24. And then KD's always 25 plus usually. So, um, It depends how many games Durant plays and who's playing the one, like you said. Beal, Beal's last season, I think he averaged 22. Um, took a bit of a step back, but he was more efficient on the passing. That's why I think they should have Beal run the one. Um. So I think Beal will average around 17. I want him to average more. I think he can average more, but I think 17 is pretty realistic. I think Booker's going to put up about 26, and I think Durant's going to put up about 24 or 23. I think Booker will average the most. I think he's going to take the most shots, but I think the ball isn't going to be in his hands when the game's closing. I think the ball's going to be in Durant's hands. Yeah. Um, and the doubles will be sent at Durant and Booker. Beal's going to have to step up. And that's why they brought him in. He's the third guy that you know you need to guard on the court. So I think those, that, that'll that be the way they do it. It'll be Booker around 26, Durant 23 or 24, and Beal about 17. But it's still a lot so of points. Who do they... Who's starting at their power forward? Well, they think Durant. And then they, they're either going to run... I think they're going to run Josh Okogie at the three. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. defense. Yeah. Um, we'll get into our Eastern Conference standing predictions. Um, we're not going to do who we predict. We're going to kind of work through it and decide as a team who we think the Eastern Conference standings predictions, how it's going to place. Um, so I've got the standings and the teams here. Who do you think is going to be the number one seed at the end of the regular season? We're, we're, we're thinking I mean, Boston or Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
I'm so, gonna go after seeing. I know it means nothing in the preseason. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Boston. Yeah. I did have the Bucks last week, yeah. but I think I, Boston. I think Boston as well. Quite quite confidently, I, I'd say Boston. Then we'll go to right, Bucks I'll, the two seed. Yeah, I'll see if I can write it down. Well, we don't even really need to. Yeah, Bucks at the two. Um, Cavs wouldn't be shocked if they knocked them out a second, but to be yeah, safe, I'll go Cleveland third. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go Cleveland third, fourth. Do you want to go Philly, Miami? No, no, I'd be against both of them. I'm looking for someone on the uprise. I reckon. Who? Knicks, who else? No, they're struggling. Brooklyn, Chicago, Atlanta. Let's go Atlanta. Fourth. Why Better not? Philly? Like Philly. Well, I don't see Harden playing. They're going to be taking a step back. Heater taking a step back. Hawks get rid of Collins like they've been trying to do. They reset. Um, I watched Knicks today. They they played full squad against the Wizards. I wasn't impressed. I really wasn't. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I could. I could. I could roll with Atlanta at four. They have to go forward, don't they? Off last year, like, what? Where yeah. did they finish around? They yeah. lost Collins though. That's a big loss, but. But I think they wanted to get rid of him. Yeah. For some weird reason, and they wanted to run Hunter at the four, maybe stretch the floor a bit more. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, you look at it like this: who. If you go back last year, who finished in front of them? It was like the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks. Cleveland. Who, yeah, Cleveland's fine. I reckon they'll Philly. be in front. Philly, but I think they're going to be worse. Um, Brooklyn. Uh, Miami. Yep. Brooklyn. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm happy to go Hawks fourth. Okay, so but... fifth, fifth, we'll go Miami, Philly. You reckon? I'd say this is a pretty good spot for Philly. Think about it. They've still got the MVP. Maxi's going to take yeah. a step if Harden sits. They've still got Tobias. Yeah, Maxi's stepping up. Yeah, Pat Bev, Oubre. They've got a good squad. Yeah, them and Philly there. Then we'll probably next. throw in Miami. Yeah. And then do you want Brooklyn, New York here? Toronto, Chicago, Indiana? I think it's between Brooklyn and New York. Um, I'd, I'd probably go New York. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah, enough five out Brooklyn. Um, and then you either look at Toronto, Chicago. I'd probably put Chicago over Brooklyn. DeRozan, Levine, Vooch. I think Brooklyn will be good this year. Chicago, come on. They're, they're all over the place. Yeah, but they had they're a good all... start to last year. They suffered injuries. I think this year they'll they'll step it up a little bit. They're still in what? So what have we got? We got Chicago eighth. And then if we go Brooklyn ninth, then you only have one more spot for the play-in and you're picking between... Charlotte, Detroit, Indiana, Orlando, Toronto, Wizards. And Orlando. It, it'd probably be Orlando, Toronto, or Indiana. Or it'd probably be Orlando, Toronto, or Detroit, wouldn't it? Surely they've got to Detroit. take a step. I wouldn't put them over Toronto or Orlando. Probably, yeah, yeah, Toronto or Orlando. Siakam. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd rather back teams on the I'd rather back teams on the up than on the on the down to be honest. Well, like just doing the same thing over and over because I feel like when you come into that next year, it's very very hard to stay positive when you've gotten worse. Yeah, so I'll, we'll throw in Orlando at ten, and then the teams to yep. miss it. It doesn't really matter what order this is in. Um, but let's just Toronto's see. next, no matter what. Toronto, like. Indiana, Detroit, Detroit, yep. Washington, Wizards, Charlotte, Charlotte. Yeah. Do, yeah. We, do we put Wizards over Detroit, or do we keep Detroit? Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna go through a mid season slump. The Wizards they'll they'll lose a lot of games in a row. It's gonna <laughs> yeah, be, all right. 
Detroit's got Monty Williams now, the head coach. They'll, they'll win a few games. Yeah. So that's it. So we'll run. We've got Boston, the first seed, Milwaukee, the second seed, Cleveland, the third seed. Um, yeah, I could, I could, uh, I could hear people switch Bucks and Cavs. Like you touched on a few weeks ago, Cavs will be good this year. Yeah. Um, and not that this doesn't mean in the playoff time, like I'd much rather have the Bucks over Cavs in the playoffs, but during the regular season, it's different. Um, I'm actually willing yeah. to switch them right now. I'd, I'd happily put our pick as Cleveland second seed. I don't think yeah. the Bucks have the depth. New coach as well. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going Cleveland second seed. Out of yeah. Max Struess, out of Niang, out of the shooting. They've they got the defense covered second year as a team. I'm going Cleveland. Yeah. Games. Yeah. Then we've got Atlanta yeah. fourth. Yeah. yeah. I, could, I, I could list. Hmm? Bit of an iffy one. I'm confident in it. I feel like they have to be better. They're better. Like when you look at them on paper, they're better than Philly. I mean, you got Embiid, obviously, but you like what Philly, you're just losing one of the best scorers ever. You can't have them being competitive again. I'd even have the heat over Philly, but I know that that's a bit of a. a I think they're going to start off Rocky. I think that they, they, they lost a lot to get Dame. Um, Didn't get him. Yeah. Just a bit of a. I don't know what's going on over there. I think they're trying to go ahead and get Harden. I'm not sure what's going on in Miami. So we'll go We'll go Philly. I think either way, they're going to win games with Embiid. He's going to put up 40, 30, 40. Yeah. And they've got Oubre. They added Pat Bev. They're going to bring the energy yeah. every night. Max is yeah. going to take a huge leap. Then we've got Miami, New York, yeah. Chicago, Brooklyn, Orlando. Yeah. yeah. I think that pretty... breaks pretty good. And then Toronto, Indiana, Detroit, Wizards, Charlotte. Yeah, most people like there's a few that you could switch here and there opinion wise, but I think we're on the ball pretty much. Um, we'll get into the questions of the week. I'll start with my question this week. Uh, Bailey and I recently had our fantasy draft. Um, it's a, just a 16 team with 16 of our mates. Uh, it's a points league, so it's just a total points throughout the season. I'm not sure what you call what the exact name of the season is. Um, I think it's called a points league. Um, Bailey had the third pick and he took, so the first pick was, uh, Jokic or Giannis. They were the top two Giannis, picks. Giannis went first because he's yep. a fan. Yep. And then Jokic then second. Jokic. Um, and Bailey took Tyrese Halliburton with the third pick over the likes of Tatum and Bede and Luka Doncic. I want you to tell the viewers your reasoning behind it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've been popping this a bit lately. The only reason... I think Luke is a great player, but I've harped on about this almost every week. I'm just not a big believer in Dallas at all. So straight away, I thought, not not that he can't put numbers himself, but I just see dramas happening there. You know, someone maybe they're sitting out some games like Kyrie and Luca. They're trying to work it out, and it's just it's not really working. And I thought, all right, who can I look at next? The next was Embiid. He was the only other one that I was looking at getting. And then with all the heart and drama, um, it's not like it really matters towards him. He was going to be there no matter what. And then I just thought of I thought of the injuries that he's had. And to be honest, when you have a when you have that, well, to be honest, I'm not the biggest Embiid fan in general. But it wouldn't have stopped me uh, picking him up earlier in fantasy. But I just thought Halliburton has to be efficient every single night. Um, and there's no real excuse there. His team's right, expected to be down the bottom. I think they're going to be down the bottom. Um, but he showed glimpses that he can be a number one guy and compete every night and put up some good numbers. So 
yeah, obviously it's probably not great um, overall. And I wanted Jokic as soon as he didn't go first. Um, I was pretty keen on getting him, but obviously as soon as he went, I had to make a decision. It was never going to be Luca. I was never going to take him. Um, then it was Embiid or Halliburton, and I think Embiid. What did he end up going fifth? Fifth, yeah. Yeah, so wasn't too far off there, but yeah, I I can understand it. I get a bit of hate for that, but I took a risk. Yeah. All right, we'll see your question. Um, what does Shea Gill just have to do to be an MVP or top three MVP candidate? Um, I think the Thunder need to come in the top four in the West. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I think you can seriously start considering it. I think anything below that, even fifth, I mean, fifth is a pretty good push. Um, but even then he's going to have to put up very similar stats to what he did last year. I think he was putting up about 32 a game, um, a few assists, a few boards, but it's just really hard to outstat like Luca. Or Giannis or Jokic who are putting Jokic, up near triple yeah. doubles. It's pretty hard to outdo that. So I think for Shea to do it, he's going to have to outscore them tremendously, which I think he's going to, which I think his last year's stats was pretty good. I mean, 32 a game. I don't think Jokic is putting up near that. Um, Giannis was putting up about 30 and Embiid was putting about 32 up. Um, but I think if we see a fall in Philly, if they drop to about fifth seed and the Bucks drop to about third or fourth seed and the Thunder rise all, all the way from 10th to fourth, and Shea puts up similar stats to last year, I think we can definitely see him in the top three uh, arguments, especially if Dallas don't make the 10, like um, mm. we're sort of predicting, um, and things pull, fall apart for Dallas. I definitely think he can definitely slot into the third MVP voting. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anyone else, unless Curry and the Warriors come first. I think maybe he could be a dark horse for a top three MVP. Um, but other than that, I don't think... Tatum, maybe Tatum. He... yeah, I don't know. I think I think they he's going to have to share the ball. I know people are saying he's going to come into his best season yet. Um, he put up thirty a game last year, but I think you know you add Drew Holiday, who's a much better scorer than Marcus Smart. Um, he's going yeah. to need to put up his shots, and then Porzingis. You know you had Rob Will there last year, who put up maybe six field goals a game. Now you got Porzingis who needs to put up about twelve. So I think mm. the, the shooting the shooting is going to drop a little bit for Tatum. Um, but then again, yeah. if they come first, you have to look at him as well. So yeah, I think so I think fourth seed, top four seed in the West, you definitely he's definitely competing for a top three seed. So if he's putting up 32, 5 and 5 and they come fifth, does he get in the top three? Well, then if it if it's fifth or anything below fourth, I think. I mean, they still slot themselves into a playoff, a locked in playoff spot, but I think you you're relying on someone else to to not do as good. Either Tatum, yeah, okay. Luca, or Curry. Or Embiid. Yeah. I think Embiid definitely has a chance not to do well this year. So um we'll wrap it up. The Nuggets there. will be no matter what. Yeah, the Nuggets are gonna be good. We we know yeah. that Jokic is gonna be top three yeah. no matter what. Um we'll yeah. wrap it up there. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We appreciate it. The NBA season starts, so make sure you guys tune in. We will be tuned in, and by the time our next episode comes, um the NBA season will have already started. Um, we appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys are following us on all podcast streaming platforms and socials, and we'll catch you next week.